Back with you on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR. Each of McMillan's estate planners brings special skills to each client. Martine Tollefson's interests include proper planning to ensure clients have a sustainable revenue stream in their retirement years. For risk-adverse investors, I think the most appealing benefit is the principal guarantee that is offered. It's a 100% principal guarantee on their investment. And, you know, life doesn't come with very many guarantees these days. Another benefit about the principal guarantee is that it can be reset or refrozen at a higher amount when there are times of growth. We can explain it by using an example of if a client decided to put a million dollars into their investments into trust law, they will have a principal guarantee of a million dollars. And then this provides them with capital protection. But then during the times of growth, we will reset them periodically. And for example, their investment can grow to be, say, 1.5 million. We reset that guarantee to be higher at the 1.5 million instead of the million. And this happens over the years. Resets are a great feature because the volatile markets, we can take advantage of the peaks to reset and then not have to worry about the valleys that happen. And I find that our clients tend to have a peace of mind and a calmness when they know that they have that guarantee in place so they don't have to worry about the roller coaster ride of the markets. Martine points out that good planning expedites the transition of an estate when a loved one dies. She spoke with Sherry McMillan. The benefits for estate planning are that it bypasses probate, which makes it a lot easier on families when it doesn't have to go through that process. It's private that way. The beneficiaries get paid out around 30 days. And so that's a lot different than waiting in Alberta. The probate process right now is taking four or five months. And so the funds aren't accessible to the beneficiaries. But this kind of investing actually bypasses that process. It makes it a lot quicker for the family to be able to access what they need. Now, I know there are some interesting guarantees and resets available upon passing as well with investing through trust law. Would you mind describing them? What happens in the event of death is that the family will receive the higher amount. So what I mean by that is even though the market value might be lower, there are examples that we've had where client has got the higher amount. So I'm just thinking of this one family that we worked with and they they did work with Macmillan for probably 11 or 12 years ago and they put their retirement pool into trust law. And over the next few years, we were able to reset their investment a few times and it had grown to about 1.3 million or so. And now their principal guarantee was sitting at that amount. But unfortunately, what happened was the financial crisis of 2008 and was very devastating for a lot of people. But around this time of the financial crisis, the wife of the family, she found out that she had cancer and it was very advanced. So it didn't take very long and she had passed away, sadly. And the markets hadn't recovered yet. So now when we think about their investments, the family had put in about a million or so and it had grown and so we had reset it but what happened was because the market value was lower the family actually got that reset amount they got the 1.3 million that had grown to not the market value of less than a million and they received it quite quickly so that helped them a lot and it was also private because they didn't have to go through the probate process as well they got to reinvest at a lower amount so that was during the downturn they got to take advantage of that as well Martine is an expert in the use of trust law in estate planning. Now, trust law provides a higher level of confidentiality for clients, and it can also lead to a better tax situation. The tax advantages on investing under trust law, their investment can flow through 
the tax status of investment income and it allows them to take advantage of such things as the dividend tax credit and capital gains tax. So that's very helpful as well. Now, certainly there must have been an emotional impact on the family receiving the funds so quickly. Yes, I find that they were happy about that because it was quick. So anytime in an estate where someone's passed, sometimes their accounts can get frozen, but this kind of account doesn't get frozen. They have access to the funds quite quickly, and that helps a lot. That's predominantly one of the main causes of stress during a passing, isn't it? That they have no access to their capital. Yes, I have talked with a widow here last year that she just wants to help her kids with their college And she even has her, our ESPs for the kids are frozen until probate's finished because they aren't under this kind of investment. They're under the bank law. And so she still hasn't, over a year, hasn't been able to access those RESPs for her grandkids. So that's quite stressful on her. Would you suggest, Martine, that when you're working with families in the community, a large percentage of them have never heard of trust law or utilized trust law for their investments? Yes, I find that about 90% of the families that come into our office hasn't heard about it yet. And it's no fault of their own, really. It's just the way the systems work. So investing under trust law is a different system than what people normally are exposed to when they go to the bank. The bank doesn't operate with the, the trust law system, so they just don't explain that to people when they come in. They just offer them what they can offer. And so they have to come to a place like ours at Macmillan that can access this. So certainly I think there is a need in estate planning to do proper life planning because it's not just about passing it along to the children, although that's one of the subsidiary benefits. It's about making sure you have that protection through your retirement years as well. Mm -hmm. So it's good to come in and talk about your whole life setup. really. It's not just getting a will and, and getting those documents in place because because we do find that people live a long time now. I've met people that are in their 90s or even one client I know, his mom is still alive and she's 103. So you do have to plan for a long future because we don't know what the future holds and don't want to run out or anything. So when clients come into our office, we look at what their objectives are and we sort their life plan to plan for that future that they could possibly live that long lifetime. We want to make sure that they have enough, that it's protected, and that they're not going to run out and have a struggle later on. So when you're figuring out somebody's retirement design and plan, Martine, how much of their estate do you recommend goes into trust law versus bank law? Well, because we're so protective, I would say most of it, whatever they don't need for their immediate cash flow needs, but that's not necessarily how we set it up sometimes. We just make sure that the, whatever their income need is, that, that that's protected. So sort of like protecting a pension in a sense. Mm-hmm. We protect that amount that they need to keep their lifestyle and make sure that it's always available to them. So what we commonly do is we will put whatever their needs are for about two or three years into a stable type of a fund in trust law. And that might be something like a bond structure that earns about two to three percent. And then we put the rest into a dividend type structure so that it can have some growth. And sometimes that can make about seven to eight percent rate of return. And we like to calculate it out to flow their income to them for at least until their age 100. Due to the life expectancy we now have today. Right. Trust law has become an important tool in good estate planning in Canada. Again, your Macmillan advisor will help you understand if trust law has relevance for your estate plan.
A small business might take the form of the family farm or ranch. Sherry McMillan says such an enterprise presents unique challenges when it's in transition. What I've observed is we're now in the time horizon where we're actually seeing multi-generational wealth transfer with farmland. And so it's actually an exciting thing because it means that the family can keep it within the bloodline. And, you know, that's always the desire is that the land will go on. And farmers' favorite saying, as you know, is they're never making more land. Over the years, what we've observed is there's some definite challenges farm families have in designing both their life plan and their legacy plan. So let's start with their life plan, because typically the mom and dad have worked their whole lives to create the farm, or they've bought the farm from their parent group and have built onto it, buying more quarters, expanding the operation, buying more equipment. And so what we're seeing is they've put a lot of capital into building that business. And I always call a farm a business because it is. And I think we don't give credit to our farmers appropriately in that way. We always view them as a farmer. Well, they're also a business owner and they view it as being an entrepreneur and they have to weather storms just like real business owners and they have to divest of capital to grow their estate. So they are truly business owners and they look at it that way. When we're looking at the farm operation, what often will happen is we call them asset rich and cash poor. And this is a very common situation that they face as they're shifting into retirement. You know, they can be worth millions of dollars, but they don't have any cash. And so how do they retire and take a little bit of a holiday to Hawaii? And so this is a really common struggle for most farm operations. You know, we've been through some really tough times, of course, in Canada, in the farm community, especially the last decade or two, with all kinds of issues that the farming communities are facing. And so, you know, they have to give a lot of contemplation and have how they'll design. So the second challenge that I think our farm families also face is they frequently have the dilemma in their estate of what is fair versus what is equal. And this is actually the hot button in farm families because let's say they have a son who's stayed on the farm operation and invested all his sweat equity and his life's career path into the farm operation, but his two siblings have gone into the city and made a career for themselves. Well, do you divide the estate in a third or do you give the farm son more of it? How do you balance this? And, you know, parents love their children and they are struggling with these kinds of tasks because... They want everybody to be benefited, but they also don't want that farm to be devastated because we split it up and it can't continue. It's never too soon to start a life plan. It might be too late to dictate your wishes if you don't have documentation in place. Life plans are all about maximizing wealth, protecting assets, and minimizing tax. They're about making sure your wants and needs are protected and your wishes are honored. You can get a lot of good ideas about life planning by going to MacMillanEstate.com and reading the blog topics that are posted. Then call the office weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464 and make an appointment to sit down with the Macmillan Estate Planning Professional. The Macmillan team will take you through the process step-by-step and craft a plan specifically suited to your wishes and needs. You can also take in one of their free seminars to learn more about the process of building a life plan. The next seminars are February 26th in Edmonton and the 28th in Calgary. It might be the best 90 minutes you can invest in your own future and the future of those you love. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.